Welcome to Unity of Fairfax, a positive path for spiritual living and spiritual center for education, practice, and service in Northern Virginia. We hope you find inspiration in this week's message. We are one with it all, one with the all of it all. Breathe into that. Hold it in your heart so that our time together this morning is more of a reflection on truth and an integration with your spirit rather than a download of information from a talking head. I often compare the spiritual path to a pilgrimage, a sacred journey. Those who embark on a pilgrimage are often headed towards some place sacred in the distance, outside of themselves. But in Unity and New Thought, we teach that all that we seek is within us. Or in the words of Thoreau, what lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters to what lies within us. My inspiration this morning is a quote by St. Catherine of Siena, a 14th century mystic who wrote, all the way to heaven is heaven, which to her meant that if Christ is the way, the path is one of grace and peace. So heaven is not a destination, but an elevated state of consciousness as we open to the divine present and active in every aspect of life. Along the same lines, A Course in Miracles reminds us that a journey to God is merely the reawakening of the knowledge of where you are always and what you are forever. It is a journey without distance to a goal that has never changed. So you could say that the spiritual life begins in earnest when the inner journey begins. And so this morning, Amy and I will invite you on a pilgrimage to the heart to explore with us that inner landscape, which Jesus, our master, teacher, and way shower, described as the kingdom of heaven, a kingdom which is both here and now, and not yet, still unfolding. And what that means to and for us as metaphysical Christians. So let's begin by centering in truth with an affirmation by Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore. I invite you to know this with me. I am now in the presence of pure being, immersed in the Holy Spirit of life, love, and wisdom. I acknowledge thy presence and power, O blessed Spirit, and thy divine wisdom. Now erase from immortal limitation, all sense of oneness with you. Our invitation to you is to attune to, harmonize with the radical, wonderful truth of what is. Allow yourself the luxury of believing in the divinity of your own soul.
there are two key questions we each need to ask ourselves and likely have asked multiple times over the course of our lives. I know I have. Who or what is God to you? What's your understanding of God, of the divine? And who are you in relation to that of God? Our first two unity principles answer these questions. Principle number one, God is absolute good everywhere present. And principle number two, our essence is of God. Therefore, we are inherently good. This God essence called the Christ was fully expressed in Jesus. From a unity perspective, we don't change what we are. We change what we think we are. And so what you believe, what do you believe for yourself? Are these principles true for you? And not just in moments of prayer and meditation, but when you are engaging with the world. In his book, Discover the Power Within You, Eric Butterworth wrote that there is no supernatural. There is no miracle. There is only the ever-present possibility of laying hold of divine law in higher and higher levels. And so this spiritual journey then is a movement from the false self to the true self and a living, loving more authentically from the awareness of Christ in you. One of Jesus' core teachings was around the kingdom of God, which metaphysically he understood as something within, here and now, not yet though, still unfolding. So let's unpack this kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven which metaphysically are not exactly the same. The kingdom of God is the absolute. It is omnipresence, limitless, changeless, pure being, pure potentiality. The kingdom of heaven is relative to us. It encompasses the very highest levels of your being, but it is also a process within us. It's the unfolding, expanding consciousness of our oneness with God and the truth of our being. In the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 13, verses 45 and 46, Jesus said, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. Charles Fillmore wrote that heaven is everywhere present. It is the orderly, lawful adjustment of God's kingdom in our mind, body, and affairs. It is the Christ consciousness, the realm of divine ideas a state of consciousness in harmony with the thoughts of God. But relatively speaking, this kingdom of heaven is in different stages of realization within each one of us, and it's not a fixable absolute, as this is the kingdom of God. And for me, just keeping it real, the spiritual journey often feels like a cottywomple. Do you know the word cottywomple? It's a verb that means to travel in a purposeful manner to a vague destination. Can anyone relate? <laughs> and so three words that speak to me as I consider this spiritual journey, or this pilgrimage, or cottywomple, however you're feeling today, are gentleness, openness, and humility. And I want to focus on each of those for a moment. First, gentleness. We are spiritual beings having a human experience with an unfolding, expanding, integrating awareness of what God-conscious living looks like. Or in the words of Thich Nhat Hanh, awakening is always arriving. 
Living in this kingdom of heaven consciousness is living from the inside out and is counter to the ways of the world. So the invitation is to be gentle with yourself and all pilgrims of the way, which we all are, as we go through this process of awakening, healing, transforming consciousness, beginning with the person in the mirror. And second, openness. Open to expanding beyond any sense of separation or limitation in our minds or hearts to a more expansive knowing of our oneness with God, the truth of our divinity, and the birthing of a greater reality. And finally, humility. Humble recognition that it's all God. That regardless of the world of appearances and the facts of the day, as we live from the awareness that we are in eachness, in the allness of God, we come to know that in God, there is always a way forward and it is always good. That said, Joel Goldsmith writes of the tension and the temptation we experience living between two worlds. He writes, human beings left to themselves would just go on being human beings. There would be no such thing as progression. What they are today, they would wake up and be tomorrow. And what they are tomorrow, they would wake up and be the day after tomorrow and the year after year until through some life experience, our thoughts turn away from the pains and the pleasures of material sense, and we begin to seek something of a higher nature. The kingdom of heaven is right here, right now. It's within. Not because it has come to you, but because it is you. You are the kingdom of heaven. It is Christ in you. And if the kingdom of heaven is present here and now, then we must also be present. And too often we are not here. Our thoughts dwell on the future and the wonder of the moment is lost. Our focus lies in the past and the transforming power of the present is not experienced. Contentment is not tomorrow's gift to us. Joy cannot be resurrected from the past. Thoughts of yesterday and tomorrow declare that the kingdom will never come. By being present, we invite the coming of the kingdom. And it doesn't matter whether the present moment is filled with joy or anguish. If we are here now, the kingdom is near. By experiencing my current feelings, I invite the kingdom. By seeing what is at hand, I invite the kingdom. By hearing the sounds of the moment, I invite the kingdom. By feeling the ground beneath my feet, I invite the kingdom. By breathing into my center, which is God, I invite the kingdom. And so take a deep breath, breathing into your center. living in this kingdom consciousness of Christ in you, we never stop rising, moving from one new beginning to the next, never resting in what we can already understand, each breath, each heartbeat, one with the all of it all, and an inner opening of a, to a greater reality in which there are new capabilities of unlimited strength, perfect knowing, radiant life, 
and other inherent Christ potentials beyond our greatest present capacity to conceive. You've heard the story of a sculptor who sees a masterpiece within a large stone, and through the process of chipping away of the stone, of letting go, the work of art is revealed. Not one fleck of stone is added to the figure that is created. The same is true for us. All of God is present at the point of us. There's nothing that needs to be added to us. Our inner splendor is revealed by letting go, by subtraction, not by addition. And so look deeply within to overcome the gap between your concept of reality and reality itself. The kingdom of God is available to you in the here and now, but the question is whether you are available to the kingdom. Here is the simple invitation. Let go of the old, limiting ways of thinking and being, and open to the transcendent. And you will begin to remember that there is a realm of enchantment that makes the world we are currently living in seem not so very important and not so very real. It's not just an emotional vacation spot, but our newest spiritual frontier. In fact, it is where we are supposed to live. And in that place, we do not just live, we live forever. And so when will the kingdom come? When the without becomes as the within. And what might that outpicturing of the kingdom of heaven look like as it expresses in, through, and as us? A poem by Judy Chicago entitled The Merging gives us a glimpse. And it goes like this. And then all that has divided us will merge. And then compassion will be wedded to power. And then softness will come to a world that is harsh and unkind. And then both men and women will be gentle. And then both women and men will be strong. And then no person will be subject to another's will. And then all will be rich and free and varied. And then the greed of some will give way to the needs of many. And then all will share equally in the earth's abundance. And then all will care for the sick and the weak and the old. And then all will nourish the young. And then all will cherish life's creatures. And then all will live in harmony with one another and the earth. And then everywhere will be called Eden once again. Metaphysically, Eden is understood as a harmonious, productive state of consciousness in which are all the possibilities of growth as we live knowing that we are one with the all of it all, attuned to the kingdom of heaven within and allowing God to be through us. That's why we come together in community, pilgrims of the way, to remind each other of our magnificence, to support one another on this sacred journey or pilgrimage 
of unfolding, expanding consciousness. But that's only the first step. Because this kingdom of heaven is both a gift and a task. God can only do for us what God can do through us. And so this spiritual journey requires both attention and intention, being clear what consciousness is carrying us as we engage with the world around us. Through prayer and meditation and other spiritual practices, staying centered in truth, that it is not me, but the Christ of my being that parts the seas, walks on water, feeds the 5,000, heals the sick and raises the dead, and honors and celebrates a world awakened to peace, abundance, and respect for all creation. We can't solve the problems of the world with the same consciousness that created them. It is the Christ of our being that brings the kingdom into manifestation, that births a greater reality. That is the pearl of great price that Jesus compared the kingdom of heaven to in the parable. And so what do we need to let go of in consciousness for this kingdom to manifest in, through, and as us? God, the creative flow is realized within you. The invitation is to just let it happen. And what's the best that could happen? All things, all people, all love, I am one with it all, one with the all of it all. I am one with it all, one with the all of it all. The all of it all is all that there is. Let's take a deep community breath. Drop into stillness, into your center, which is God, for a moment of heart-centered awareness. May you always remember that there is only one power and one presence in your life, God the good, with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. May you always remember God is creating you in God's image and likeness in each and every present moment. 
may you always remember that you are a magnificent point of power. May you always remember all that God is is expressing at the point of you. And may you always have the clarity, enthusiasm, and determination to demonstrate these truths every day. And so your homework, should you choose to accept it, is to begin all activities with an awareness that you are one with the all of it all. And then identify the edge of your awareness, your growing edge, what you believe for yourself in this moment, and pilgrimage beyond it. Because this kingdom of heaven, unfolding from the inside out, is here and not yet. And the highest and next best version of you is yet to be. In this consciousness, with divine love in, through, and as us leading the way, all the way to heaven is truly heaven as we co-create a world that works for everyone. Peace be with you, friends. I behold the Christ you are. Blessings for the journey. Thank you for tuning into Unity of Fairfax podcast. You're welcome to join us live in Oakton, Virginia, every Sunday at 9 and 11 a.m. Or view our live stream services from our website at unityoffairfax.org. We appreciate our donations to support this podcast to make our message of positive, practical spirituality more accessible to all. See you next time.